Good evening, primetime partiers. It's primetime party time. Welcome back to a new kind of episode, but still with your hosts that love all things media and entertainment. Live on the air at 9 p.m. at ptptshow.com and on your time, wherever you stream podcasts. Tonight, we're kind of going to do a little bit of a talk of the town type of deal where you're going to go over some Halloween events of the past weekend, talk about any kind of food scenes we've come across that we really think is part of our SoCal forecast of the primetime community. Like, what's primetime off the screen for us? So, howdy, Daniel. How are you doing? <laughs> In October? Yeah, it's probably going to be something spooky, isn't it? Oh, interesting. spooky. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it. I'm. This is this is interesting. Did you want to get into it, or is there any uh, business you want to take care of first? Uh, no, I think I feel pretty good okay. about what we've what we've covered, what we've covered with the with the audience, so we can get into our talk of the town. What do you got? So, I did leave my town this past weekend, and. Since we are in October and we are going to roll out a few episodes of spooky season related shows, we figured let's like, you know, slowly, you know, transition into all those spooky shows and talk about some spooky things you can do for fun around here. So I went up to, I think it's technically Eagle Rock, but kind of where it crosses over with Highland Park. So it's, you know, in that Northeast LA type deal. And I went with friends who had a relative working in what we call the House of Spirits. It's a haunted house. It is an adult haunted house. That should be noted. Um, with your ticket, you get four kind of small cocktails. And they're actually pretty fun. Um, one of my favorites was a Earl Grey infused vodka with like they put some sort of like blood orange I think in there too and it, like in lemonade and it was really good um but yeah you're they kind of like it it's a bit like time period is it's sort of like around like the Romanovs ish but a lot of people also dressed for like flapper era. <laughs> it was more just like B vintage and that whole York Boulevard area was very vintagey. There's like vintage cars and kind of like a street fair and like a jazz band playing outside of like beyond where this haunted house was, which was kind of like the end of the way. But you could kind of do this fun other activities beforehand. Um, and yeah, they had like, it's like this kind of turn, I don't know if turn of the century is the right word. It's, it's like an they kind of had a lot of things going on. So it's it's like a folk tale rules this haunted house that loosely is based on Rasputin and the Romanov families. And so it was a little bit of a haunted house meets escape room. You had to like go to these different rooms. And so the part where they kind of blended is they said they used these like demon creatures from Scandinavian folklore. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we're drawing from a lot of resources here. So bear with <laughs> This isn't a fully realistic, but based on a few real stories braided together. But yeah, it was quite so like I'd say we all have different levels on the spookometer. 
Um, friend Kayla is uh, the top. She even did some areas by herself because I backed out. And so did my friend Heather. Oh, yeah. So that means she is like crushing it. That being said, the reason like you back out is because if you are just if they can just like sniff out of you that you are vulnerable, you're going down. And the thing is, what's even worse is like I was wearing a mask. So you can really only see the eyes. The eyes are the windows to fear because um, I got jump scared by every single person. They would just like stare at me, wait, and like I'd think, oh, yeah, it's going to pass. And then they would do it. And I'm like, and, I, and I'd go for it. And they're just like, yeah, they knew. They knew I was like, oh, she's a sure thing. She's totally going to scream. I'm like, you know, I am. I, I am weak of, <laughs> of spooky spirit. I like going to these things. But um, I, it is good I went in the daytime. I think I would have been. But it was funny because you so you'd get these like tokens and they'd usually be like a fake finger. But I think one of the things like I was like, I kind of felt like it was a real bait fish. And I was like, that's kind of gross. But it might have been fake. It all starts to get a little weird when the costumes are like, Meh. so like it started off with like a guy like you went up, you, you enter a room where it's there's like a woman. I'll back it up. So you enter this room where there's like chandeliers, very like vintagey decorations. There's like a burlesque dancer, and then there's like a like a band of people dressed kind of like like kind of like elaborate princess like dresses, but obviously they're supposed to be like ghouls. And and then some people are kind of in like dungeony wear, so it definitely veers into sexy Halloween as well. Um, and, and we'll get to that towards the end as well. Okay. Um, but it, it gets weird. Um, but it's there is a there was a woman singing like she'd kind of make chamber music covers of like a lot of indie songs, and they were, but they would also all kind of fall into minor keys so that they sounded spooky. So like we're saying like "Creep" by Radiohead. And like, uh, there's definitely some Smashing Pumpkins in there. And then there's some like Florence and the Machine, like anything that you could kind of like stretch. So it sounded a little bit like both spooky, but also kind of fun. And she had a really great voice. So there's that. Yeah, all of the performers are really good and makes sense. Like you're in, you're in LA. So it's, you're like, okay, yeah, the performances are going to be good. These people are trying to get jobs. <laughs> so, so like this, that part was nice. And then, like, you do go to each room to solve the mystery of, like, what happened in this house. Like, because it's, it's this, like, fake tale of, like, a doctor and some, like, children and some, like, demon. And they're all kind of battling. But then there's, like, other demons that are helping the children fight the bad guys. It, it seemed... It's a little, it's a little bit like okay. There's a lot of we're doing all the horror things at the same time. We got like demons, we got like scary doctors, we got like you know creepy children. We got them all. You got them all. Come here. <laughs> so, yeah. So you'd go into these rooms. The first thing you get is like a fake like finger, and you have to hand it to the person in the creepy costume. The first one was like a bunch of like plastic babies all stitched together as a costume. So you're like okay. We're getting weird. This is this is a bit odd. A bunch of, you know, the not arranged correctly baby doll body parts just all in one person. You're kind of like 
the Yo Gabba Gabba Creature from Hell is right here. So you had that. And then, you know, I was like, thank you, zombie gingerbread man. Here's my token. And then you move on to the next room. Next one <sighs> was like kind of like a skeleton icky. Like each time the person in there was like, oh, these costumes are getting more expensive. They're getting more better. They're getting more <laughs> scary. So that one, then you gave another. You would basically have to solve a riddle in the room and then you get a token to give to the monster. And then you would go into the next room. And so we did three upstairs and we were like, okay, this is a little spooky. We're good. And then you'd watch like the show. There'd be like a little dance show that's kind of like also telling a story of the house. So there'd be a burlesque dancer that does kind of scenes of things. And you're supposed to kind of like understand what's going on from there. And then you do another side of the house. That's where things get up a notch. So then we... uh went and did the other level of creatures and each one got much worse. We started out with some guy. It's like, you know, definitely had some sort of like centaur-ish type head, but then like very weird, like silicon breasts. And then just like, <laughs> I know. And then like some armor, it was all very odd. And then like this person made us do the token and we kind of moved on and then we got to the second one that was another kind of like zombie like guy and this is the person who's really like he could see that and hot tip for people who go to haunted houses you should probably not go in order of least to most scared because they expect it you should switch it up because we did that i he asked me to give him the token because he could tell that i was being a weenie so I did and then and usually only had to do it from one group and then they asked my friend Heather who was like hiding behind me like no I want you and they threw her in another room and then we were like where did she go you just took <laughs> someone from your group yeah and I was getting scared because I was like I had read the stories that like we were kind of trying to take out and I was really starting to get concerned of like we're in like an adult haunted house which means like you know they kind of could do more to you and I'm now afraid that they'll be like you have to figure out the riddle to like get your friend out of haunted house jail were something. you given all four miniature cocktails by this point or do those come later no no so oh. this is what occurred so she actually was in the room with the monster by herself and then she was like oh no i know the way out of here so she just straight up dipped she went down the stairs and knew she would end up in the regular ballroom so she's like i'm not doing this but then she was concerned like i wonder if they will keep my friends because i didn't do whatever i was supposed to do in there and really, they just kicked her out before they started to do more scary stuff. So then they were kind of like, oh, we had to do another thing. And I forgot to mention in a prior room, and I have a I have a roast of some people I was with. One of the prior rooms, they made you do a thing like share an embarrassing story in order to leave. And this group was like, oh, I have no secrets. Because they're like, you need to share a secret. I was like, you have a low-level secret. Let's not pretend like you don't have some sort of embarrassing story from middle school that you can't just offhand to the stranger in the lizard monster costume. It was <laughs> like, I have no secrets. I'm an open book. I'm like, bullshit. Just like, 
to say something and we had to cover them and i was just like oh, no like first of all my entire life is embarrassing so screw you but second of all i was like oh, you have a moment you did something you're not i even looked at it really you don't really strike me as your entire life has been graceful bt dubs so there's that but then yeah, so then Heather ran out of that room. We were kind of like, oh, this might have ended poorly. But then by the time we got down there, we found her at the bottom. We were like, oh, that's good. They just kind of kicked you out before they shook it up a notch. And then uh, at that point, she was like, Tracy, because they gave you like small, like probably like just larger than a shot class cocktails. She's like, outside, you could go buy a full-size drink. She's like, I think I need, I think I need a drink. <laughs> So we were like, we're going to like have a drink. And we almost went to this like maze, but then we realized it was inside and pitch black. And we were like, Kayla, we found a nice group of other ladies. And we we're like, you're going to adopt our friend because uh, none shall pass. We can't do this. <laughs> we didn't do either of the basements. So my level of spooky is similar to my level of spice in some cuisines. We're going three out of ten. It was uh it's not some some places I've you know burrito salsa. I can do a seven out of ten. I can rank it up, but other foods are still low. We're still building that tolerance. And similarly for haunted houses. But the interesting thing is you can do this whole mystery or you could not. And eventually, uh, like Kayla did a few other things where you have to like find a doctor and talk to him and then go down and talk to a demon. The weird part that we really didn't read about was kind of the sexy Halloween aspect and also the just kind of like interesting one. So there is obviously the burlesque dancing, which is a bit like sexy dancing. And that was all good and fine. And then they have this like ritual like act of killing the bad guy at they do it I think twice during the experience so that if you come at the beginning or towards the end you see it and they definitely do take a dude and they make an announcement or like there's no recording during the ceremony and you're kind of like okay like no phones are allowed to be out you're like I'm curious and uh, yeah, definitely the bad guy is this dude. The dude is definitely fully nude throughout. <laughs> and there's no thing wrong with nudity. It was very unnecessary. Like no part of it was like required. It's not nudity for the story <laughs> in this live action like haunted house. <laughs> it didn't match any of the storylines of like why he would be naked except for to just make it more creepy, I guess, uh -huh. to be like the children stripped him naked and then killed him. Because then each of them like fake stab him or something. And then he, and it's also like, you know, Seinfeld has the bit about good and bad nudity. And they do like put him in a lot of like weird, like jutting poses that I was like, this is not like, this is why the nudity is unnecessary. Like, there's no reason to have him be in, the, in this like kind of like, you know, leapfrog like pose or like, you know, tabletop poses, like things where I'm like, not looking this is not anyone's good angle it's no it's no shame to anyone it's more just like 
these are these are like the things where you're like like a like like some some shorts wouldn't be bad like it wouldn't it wouldn't change the experience <laughs> <laughs> it would it would be the same feeling they eventually put one of those like goat kind of like demony i think it's like a beelzebub like mask on him and then they do more stabby stab it all really does go like i i feel like you could be in pants like this would be the same you you could actually have a whole outfit on and it would not change the vibe of this of this like you getting stabby stab Unless, like, there's some part of the story where, like, they're like, in, a, in order to break the curse, he had to be naked. But it feels like that wasn't the case. So there's that. So I would still recommend people to go. It was a great time. It was fun. Dancing's really good. Singing's really good. Like, And it is, it is very well put together. Like, I haven't been to a haunted house in years. I only went to neighborhood haunted houses. <laughs> I did not, you know, like the ones that somebody's family would put up, which when I say now, I'm like, I do not feel like the children of this generation would be allowed to do this. Like, yeah, let's just like go to stranger's house in the neighborhood. They'll like chase us around with chainsaws. Yep. That's totally my experience fine. too. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad we all got that growing up. Which, by the way, I did do that where I went through, similar to this experience, I went through the whole haunted house of a neighborhood haunted house. And then I got to the Charlie the Chainsaw level. And I was like, I am not doing this. And I ran backwards out of the house. And that was a mistake because then then two of the people who were there were dressed up like 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 ninja warriors or something. And they just took their little like katanas and they were chasing me <laughs> it became like part of the haunted house was like oh what did she do <laughs> she <kind of> <laughs> out. you might have just stumbled across ninjas coincidentally on halloween i know it was just like no what she did is she whipped out <laughs> like, this, is, this is not a new element of the house so that happened and at this one we just like asked the little creature in front of one of them like how on a scale of the upstairs like how bad is this one they're like we, we aren't allowed upstairs. I'm like, it's good enough for me. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Like I do wonder if, I mean, especially after the pandemic, it would be hard to do a neighborhood haunted house. But like, yeah, that was like a big thing in our childhood. It's like you trick-or-treated. And then like when you kind of got slightly past the trick-or-treating age, there were the haunted houses to do. Though it should be noted that uh, I believe... I believe we went trick-or-treating our senior year of high school. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the best year, actually. Yeah. You were, did, weren't you guys like a, like an ER team? Like you had a full gurney? So the entire idea was that we weren't going to do it. Uh, but we were sitting around like a, probably like two days before Halloween, and my neighborhood would do like a haunted trail. Uh, That's right. And so we would like kind of drop dummies out of the trees and, you know, we'd kill our friends behind the, the curtains and stuff like that and or sheets, whatever. Uh, yeah. And so we're kind of going through like all the neighborhood props and we found, you know, like an old JFK mask and and uh, and we like built a stretcher out of this like material that they were using for a projector screen. And oh. so we had the stretcher with PVC pipes and like this 
this sort of cloth. And we had this like JFK dude and we stuffed him with newspapers and we put this like kitchen container for food in like his shirt in this flannel that we had him wear. And we opened the buttons and we're like, oh, we could just run around and like people would put candy in here. And so my mom worked at a hospital and she grabbed us a couple pair of scrubs yeah, and yeah, we ended up as EMTs running around. Um, yeah, the your neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> um, and 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 we'd we'd uh, tell houses because they're expecting you know a bunch of seven year olds and stuff, and then these seventeen year olds would run up and be like, "You gotta save this guy! Just stuff a handful of candy in his heart." Um, and and they'd all contribute to to, to this dummy's well being, and and it, and it worked it was out. Hilarious. Yeah, and so we got some exercise, and we all went home and and got our seventeen year old sugar rush, and it was a good note to end Halloween on. I do feel like it was the last somewhat socially acceptable time for us to do yeah, trick or treating. I, I was not in the in the gurney crew, but I do remember I had this, and I mean I have now gifted it to listener and regular Sean I had this giant like Domo t-shirt you know the character that's you know actually a piece of poop um but I had that and I just like made a costume around being that character by having the big t-shirt and then that was that was like pretty much it it was just like we're gonna just like dress in all brown we're gonna go <laughs> right. like also listener Kyle face like brown face yeah. and then we're just gonna be this character and we're gonna pop along with our friends go get candy go get burritos and you know watch YouTube videos until four in the morning like all 17 perfect did. Halloween yeah <laughs> it was a classic Halloween for the ages it yeah there are some things of our our era that I'm like we were like some wholesome 17 year olds at times <laughs> not 16 year olds six of us dressed up in jason masks and drove around the neighborhood in some kid's van and we kidnapped our friends when we saw them trick-or-treating oh i remember oh i got kidnapped yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of gnarly <laughs> i got really upset yeah, and was, i was, was like you scary, guys will I'll... buy me jamba juice <laughs> yeah yeah that one was ah, the I'm, I'm glad we didn't but... skew further that direction as we got older yeah no, uh, I not also I like made the mistake of like going for a run before trick or treating hours. So I wasn't even like out for Halloween. I was just out for a run. Oh, <laughs> I was kidnapped in by my friends. So then I was like, oh So you've had plenty and of haunted house experience. Uh, haunted neighborhood oh, yeah. experience. Haunted activities. These are the reasons where it's like some people are like, Why would you be scared? I was like, I don't know, because my friends like to do things like kidnap me <laughs> on the street. And then also in college, I had two friends that had to do like, I mean, I lived in a theater dorm and they had to do like a zombie video. And then they, there's a video of me online of these two people waking me up in zombie gear. And I'm just like, uh, but I also think I was hungover. So I was a little bit less scared where I was just like putting the covers over my face. Like, <laughs> just please <over> leave. <laughs> where I'm like, at first I react and then I'm like, go away. This is very loud. <laughs> You're in full makeup. I am fully needing a Gatorade. <laughs> to get out. It's the right attitude to have when the zombies come. <laughs> That's true. It, was, it does feel like a natural reaction of like, really? This is what's happening now? Okay. They got it. Yeah. I'm, They're all the they shit do this in like the, the scary movies, but it would be funny in an actual horror movie. There's just someone who's so burnt out and beaten <laughs> down. They're like, oh, you're here? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then they're waiting for the reaction. Like, you're not concerned? Like, listen. No. 
so I ended up kind of doing like a tour tour day county because I really crossed around because I arrived in Santa Monica, got some fun Korean food at a place called Mom and Bop. They had some good sundubu um, and other kind of bowls and, you know, taboki, which is like spicy rice cakes and like lots of other stuff. And then did the haunted house, walked around the area. If you're into like, they had a lot of like, you know, bespoke kind of like vintagey and woo-woo and hipster shops. So one of my friends got a mercury and retrograde candle that's supposed to help you harness the energy of the time. So if that's something you're into, it's there. I definitely was like, this candle store smells amazing. I don't need the powers. <laughs> you're not trying but, to harness the energy of the time? You know, part of me really wants to get into that stuff. Like, I've not. I I know, like, I don't know if this is something you've been asked, but eventually when you have enough friends that are into that, like, you kind of got to track down your birth time and then, like, figure out your, like, your sun, your moon, and your rising signs. So I've done that. I'm sorry, because then, you, we have multiple? We have, like, signs for oh, all yeah. that stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me, let's, let's bring this up. PTPT is really going in a fun direction this evening. We're honestly, this is kind of cool though, because we're in like, there's a full moon rising. Like we're we're getting into full 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 Halloween type stuff, like knowing your signs. So, for instance, my sun is in Pisces. Go fishy fishy, and then my moon is a Taurus, and my rising is Cancer. Crap, people. So they're the same so. signs, but then they're. Not no, your sign. Yes, like your sun, they say, according to the CoStar app. Right. They say that it, which is how I know these things, because I plugged it all in. I was like, tell me. Um, that is, is your ego, your identity, and your role. And then your moon says it rules your emotion, moods, and feelings. And your ascendant is supposed to be the mask you present to people and your personal style and kind of like your first impression. Which is interesting because it's like, for me, it's the same sign as my mom. Um, but they're all of mine are very water-based signs. What's interesting is like I knew less about my astrological signs growing up, but I knew more about my zodiac. So, right. and we would be the same. We're roosters, but and since we're the same year, we're the same. So it's like I'm a water rooster. We're a water rooster. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, sick. That's, yeah, so like. Based on, there's like an element that goes along with your zodiac, and then the year de determines which type you are, and then and yeah, they're kind of they're kind of different. So water rooster is 1933 and 1993. So yeah, they're every 60 years. So if your son's a fish, what did you learn about yourself? <laughs> your son's a fish. The Pisces fish is like a. I mean, they have like traits for all the signs. Like, I think, you know, it's, it says I, according to this app, they have lots of different, you know, takes on it, but they say like, I am fundamentally dreamy, insightful, and in my own world. Mm, kind of true. Uh, you exist on a chaotic plane of the divine that is not all material. Your rich imagination endows you with a strong intuition for hidden emotional currents. When you take offense, it is deeply. <laughs> 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 it's 
sad but true and you aren't necessarily interested in reconciliation fantastic oh i sound like a great person <laughs> um it's in your ninth house meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through philosophy faith education and politics that i don't know Sounds necessarily like but then like kind of i'm like mm. you know some of these things are like totally and then some of them you're like Mm, less less so but yeah so they'll they'll tell you all your signs i don't know i follow like those instagram accounts where they make memes on your signs and some of them are pretty true and then some of them you're like eh, this is not as much not as much me but yeah wait what's your son what's your sign how do i find out oh what's your birthday oh okay so my birthday's in june the beginning okay. of june so i am gemini and I know oh, because yeah. everybody's like, oh, yeah, you are Gemini. And then they turn around and I'm like, all right, well, sweet. This is a great sign, huh? Um, I I get the same thing. It's apparently like one of those like, you bastard. Yeah. Like, you, you kind of get the like, hello, human. And you're like, <laughs> excuse you. I think it's pretty great as it is me. Now, I have a lot of friends who are Gemini as well. Um, but yeah, it's like somebody was like, oh, did you know there's a lot of psychopaths with your sign i'm like i'm sure that's true from other signs as well it's called nature and nurture baby um, yeah right <laughs> it's like it's not all based on this we're not all harry potters born into a prophecy <laughs> some of these things are gonna be coincidental uh but yeah there's there's some truth to them there's things that probably don't apply um yeah i think we get categorized into the ones of like oh you have some like chaotic traits <laughs> mm -hmm. which i'm like so it be um but yeah so it's eh, i think there's pros and cons to to all of the signs and everyone just kind of embraces it or not i do feel like when you meet other ones that are yours they'll be like yeah we're cool so yeah, like, yeah, there, that does happen. That uh, okay, okay. So there is some camaraderie. Yeah, there's some there's some competition between them, and then there's the like camaraderie. We're like, yeah. Oh, and, and sometimes it's true. Like I had a roommate in college, and we're and we're still in touch. Who we have the exact same birthday, and we did have a weird a lot in common. Like we didn't know each other that well, and we'd have like the same favorite like scents. Like we would buy like body wash and you'd be like, oh, they're the same. And a lot of same like music tastes and like just there's a lot of things that align where we're like, is it, is it the same birthdays thing? Is it this is it the signs thing? It might be a there might be a chunk in there. That's true. So <laughs> I'm just yeah. imagining you in like the dorm mirror, like, you're my roommate. And no, um <laughs> I know, right. But then it was, yeah, we get we had a joint birthday and we were like party and we were like yeah like a lot of the stuff works out so yeah i think i think there's some good stuff to take in from it and then some people around here do things like i had an old coworker who did like moon kind of like you could go places that do like you know full moon meditations and stuff like that it does feel like there's a phase of life where you start getting into like the universe do you what regret do you regret not getting a candle? Now that we talk about it some more, I'm feeling like 
in the next time I find myself drawn to one of these places, I'm like, you're probably coming home with the candle. Probably coming home with a little power candle. Okay. <laughs> you're like, you're going to get into it. You're going to find yourself just like co- going into your room one day and be like, now we have four candles. <laughs> How'd that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I am pretty minimal- minimalist with some decor stuff. So, like, I have, like, one, like, diffuser that does essential oils and, like, a few candles. And I'm kind of like, we wait until we burn these out. And then we get another one. You know. Some people, like, live amongst their families of candles. And I'm like, let's 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 do them candle uptime. Possible ignorant question. Sure. Is your friend with the candle able to measure the amount of power she's harnessed with the candle? Not ignorant question. I have no idea. I don't know how they work. I don't know if it's something where it just like makes you feel better. Okay. Or if it's okay. like a, or if there's like, but also I feel like that probably is a thing. Same friend has definitely gotten me one of those like kits that you you have like a, you have like a rock and you have like a crystal and then you have like a, what's it called, like an incense, and you're supposed to like do a thing with it. It's supposed to like kind of like cleanse your space. And I have to say, that stuff kind of works. Um, I remember in all of my college apartments, except for one year, and those roommates were a little bit not as cool, uh, we would like sage the apartment to be like only, only good vibes. And obviously you would still have like roommate drama and stuff, but it was pretty good. And then like times we did not sage the apartment, you could kind of feel it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's that's, that's... there's some tension in there. I'm like, I'm not saying the saging of the apartment would make someone pay their electricity bill on time, but it might make me feel better about it. Of course. Yeah. Okay. 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 So it's it's not like certain people are becoming wizards while everybody else is concerned about who they're not supposed to date. Nah, I kind of feel like it's just like zenning out. Like, okay. I don't know if that's the right way of phrasing it, but like, you know, just like helping you, helping you kind of like take the anxiety levels down. And, and some of it is, I think, to like, yeah, make sense of the world. And the, there is something true to like seasons. And I, and I feel like there is mm-hmm. something about that where it's like, energies shift and people act differently and i think that's what like a lot of this stuff is about so you know changing into fall and kind of feeling like people like starting to get into that zone like ready for spooky stuff but also kind of like you know being like "Ooh, we're about to hit that you know 10k into the holidays (laughs) yeah like it's gonna start it's gonna start being like the the downhill ski (laughs) Just all like <laughs> how we get here. I mean, so <laughs> they start bombarding. I'm not against any of them. They just start bombarding us. No, I love all of them. But then you do just realize that like you only have two or three weeks in between them, and you're like, oh wow, there's like a lot of stuff I still need to get done. This is such a like overproductive American mindset. I have a lot of stuff to get done before I'm supposed to take off. Like the only holidays I have during. The- <laughs> And it's really cutting into that. <laughs> yeah, it's close. Uh, well, until then, you can go to the House of Spirits. Uh, I know. It ended up being a little bit of like a, like a little bit of an ad. <laughs> runs- well, de- depending on how you feel. <laughs> depending on, yeah, that's. <laughs> but 
even on as a as a three out of ten, yeah. as a three out of ten, you you recommend it. I mean, I would say yeah, as someone who is a three out of ten spooky person, aka, there's a lot of people who would probably been super jazzed because they get energized off of being scared and not actually getting scared and they probably get even more into it and me doing about like i'd say mm, two-thirds maybe a little less than two-thirds maybe we're we're trying to do maths but maybe i did like five-eighths of <laughs> yeah i did math right i think uh, <laughs> I I did more than half, not too much more than half though. Um, as someone to that, there's also like if you weren't into like figuring out the mystery at all, it was kind of just like a cool scene. You're in like an old historic house, and everyone's dressed up in like period wear, and then you get these like fun cocktails, and they also had things like a Ouija board where there's like a microphone that you could talk into and someone behind there would do it and i i had fun asks that i didn't do because at first i was like <laughs> should i just go like what are the last four digits of my social security mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> they would just be like something you want the demons knowing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's that there was cool things like that. Like there's a little there was other interactive parts. They actually also had an outside area where people one of my friends also does like a bit of like acrobat, like aerial silks and other things like that. And there were people who were doing like that and then pouring drinks. So they would go like upside down and then pour you like a pre-mixed drink and then oh, give it what? to you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool things. It was kinda you kinda had that like Alice in Wonderland, like Mad Hatters vibe of like there's like different kind of like weird and whimsical areas and then it could also get very scary like if you want it to be like demons dungeons and blood like it can be that and then it could also just be like kind of a madhouse and kind of like rocky horror picture show there's even somebody who was like dressed up like a nurse that kind of looked like the the maid woman who i'm spacing on but like yeah it it kind of had like if it was more comedic it would fall into the rocky horror picture show vibe but it was actually scary so it did not and that's like that's more my speed i'm like i would be more in the like sexy funny <laughs> actual scary halloween i i have to I have to dip my toe and see how far it can go and then there is usually a i usually pop a u-turn at some point and uh what was interesting i was there with my other friend who spooky tolerance is even a, a little bit lower than mine and we were both like did we've known our friend from a long time we used to live together did we ever tell her we were spooky averse like we love halloween stuff so it's probably confusing <laughs> but like did we tell her we actually get scared at these things or has it never come we were like, I feel like it's public knowledge. But I guess that's a question for you. Did you know I got scared at stuff? <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised if that's a question for me. Yeah, that's a question for you. Yeah, I'm I not surprised. Like, 
I feel like it is fairly on brand. So I was like, I don't know. But I guess like you've known me quite a long time of like knowing that people used to try to scare me all the time in general. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was, I was, I was a low hanging fruit for getting, <laughs> for getting spooked, scared. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'd be a good like A, B test, as they would say, for being like, hmm, we're going to do this prank that'll like, you know, shock someone. <laughs> we'll start here, and then we'll work on someone who's harder to scare. <laughs> after that, <laughs> so yeah, I do feel like that. It also like when that happens, you have more reasons to be scared of these situations because you're like, I know I'm getting picked. Right. There's times when you're not going to be picked for dodgeball, and this is the one when you're like, No, I'm I'm first pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best time. So, yeah, but yeah, did you do like Scream Zone and all those other kind of Halloween haunted house-ish or like haunted trails in Balboa or like the haunted hotel? The haunted hotel sounds actually haunted, so I'm not into that one. I did, what's Rob Zombie's called that happens in Pomona at the LA County Fairgrounds? Oh. I did that one in 2013. Uh, I was really there for one of the like concerts that they put on in, in the next Ooh, room over, but we did concerts? the Yeah, uh, but we did the the haunted house as well and it was kind of a ton of fun. Oh, he's called Rob Zombie's Great American Nightmare. I'm looking up this yeah, website that is fully from twenty thirteen, which sounds like <laughs> near where you went. Um yeah. yeah, it says it's like this bone chilling experience will combine the most advanced haunted house attractions with a not to be missed music festival. See, I'm into that when there's like a little bit of both. I'm into that. I want people to just like cover zombie and like monster mash. Oh, you totally went to this because Goldfinger is there. Yeah. 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 So it was, yeah, uh, yeah it was uh, RBF's trombonist's last oh, yeah. show with the band before he started his brewery. So we were there. Oh to my see gosh. Him yeah. RBF is there too. Oh, the used was there. Oh, there was like emo bands. Yeah. Too. It was all like an emo. Yeah. 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 It was a good time. Oh, yeah. That would have been up my alley. All right. Well, if that comes back. I will go to that. Uh, that's like a nice twofer because that's also good because it gives like the people who want to dress up costume but maybe maybe they're weak of halloween spirit they can do the concert side and you know maybe an aperitif of the haunted house <laughs> but let everyone else do the main course and then they dip out to go to the concerts but yeah i'm into that combo I think I've done not scary farm. I feel like I have. I can't recall, but I, I feel like I have. I have not done the horror nights at Universal. Getting commercials for that right now on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember this coming up a lot and not going to it because I was like, eh. I'm always worried about the ones where it's like, eh, can these people like touch me oh yeah one of the things i forgot to mention at the haunted house one of the people asked for like a little snippet of hair to put in a like they had these like cuticle scissors and they were like trimming they'd be like cut a little thing of your hair to put in this russian doll they asked me and i was like oh no man i got a haircut recently i, I don't i don't do that it's oh. it's too fresh i can't but my friend did it because she's like hey, i need to get a haircut soon i'll just give her a little little dead end <laughs> I don't know, you but, know, like, uh, I'm not really, like, 
too conspiratorial or anything, but like when you were describing all the weird stuff going on at the beginning, I was like, well, you know, what if they're actual demons? And what if they just set up in LA? And, you know, because it's the closest place to hell. And and now that they're collecting hair, I'm like, well, what if in 20 years this really comes back to bite your friend? Um, or all of you us, know, when like her right? demon incarnate I... decides to, to, you know, impersonate her for a fun weekend, and takes all of her candle power. Exactly. What if the hell mouth is on the 405? It will. Uh, we, we don't know. We don't know. You don't know until until you know. Until you know. Uh, but yeah, know. I know. You're right. Doesn't that? Those are the parts where you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you need that for? Uh, where's all that go? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, because they the story that that person gave is there was some like monster where this little girl was like, you know, getting bald patchy because she had to feed it hair. And she's like, keep the girl alive and give a little bit of your hair. And I was like, and I was like, I've seen too many movies. You will get none of my. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. Nightmare someday. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a no go. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe if you go back to the House of Spirits in a couple of years, you'll see uh, you'll see whatever your hair decided to. nourish into i know what if well the funny question my other friend said when she gave him the hair is like what if they use what if they're doing like cloning <laughs> just like taking people's hair for other things she's like well, if that's the case wait and see yeah yeah that already done the damage is done <laughs> I'm really interested in, in, in where this uh, plot thread goes and if it, and if it pays off sometime in the future. I know. It definitely, as we talk it out further, it's like the basis of all the things in like Buffy and Angel are always these things that people are like, oh no, that's just like a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a real thing. So it's like, it really depends on your superstitiousness. That's the thing. I am fairly superstitious as well. So I feel like some of these things I'm like, hmm. Now I got a healthy fear. Got a healthy fear of ghosts. Not that I necessarily, because some people are like, I don't believe in any of that. So it's not that scary. It's like, it's not believing, but sometimes it's good to have a healthy fear of what you don't know. Mm-hmm. That, and yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, like when you watch like The Grudge or like movies like that where they're like, we're going to go in the house, even though it says, don't go in the house. I'm like, Rules are there for a reason. Why are you going in that house? You could have just lived a beautiful life. <laughs> Sounds like you shout that. at them from, from, the, from the comfort of I, your couch. Exactly. Could have had a beautiful life. <laughs> could have really gone places. I was rooting for you. <laughs> I was counting on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, because most of the time, like, I mean, some of the times, People are stuck in like a bad situation. But like one of the ones I was watching, I remember it's just like, you know, high school. It's all a lot of times it's like high school kids being like, yeah, let's mess around and go to this. And I'm just like, nah, man. Like there, there was for a while like an abandoned house near where I grew up and nobody messed with that. They were like, nah, bad vibes, man. Oh, we all went to the one near my house. We called it Love Shack and everybody would drop their what? furniture off and like throw bottles and yeah. Some kid wrote like a book that's like on Amazon published about it now and yeah yeah like this Wait what? Yeah. Your uh, abandoned house sounds way cooler. Mine always looked super murdery. 
And I was just like, thank you. It It did look way more murdery than Love Shack did. Yeah. And it was like all the windows are boarded up. You're like, nah, man, they do that to keep the keep the demon inside. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah, I, I got a I got a healthy fear of spooky stuff, I must say. But I will say, do you like testing it? Like, I hadn't been to a haunted house in years. I'd never gone to a professional one. So I pushed myself past a boundary and was like, we did some of it. It was right. And then there was, there was a, definitely a part of like, oh, no. Especially the pitch black section, because my friend did it. And she's like, yeah, you're like all in the dark and you can like run into stuff. I was like, listen, I would just like tripped over this entire section. It's pretty hard. While yeah. screaming. Which probably would have been ideal for the people working there. They're like, this person's a hot mess. <laughs> this is great. We're going to feed off of this. But for me, it would have been, would have been traumatizing. So it's best I sat it out. But yeah. And then later we went to, we went from around there, bopped around. Yeah. That old Highland Park area, went to a brewery and then got ramen later in Koreatown. And then went to, I don't know if you've been to Honey Me. And got the honey ice cream, like it's milk ice cream. I don't know if you've had milk soft cream, but it's like I a have. there's like a thing. They have it in Japan. I think they also have it other places. But there's it's like a they call it soft cream because it's like soft serve, but it's still ice cream. Like it's not yogurt kind of thing, and it's not like soft serve like like Costco. It's like it's like different. It's still like very creamy, kind of like in between those two things. And so this one's milk flavored, which really just means it's kind of like a sweet cream. It's not like vanilla. And then at this place, you can get either swirled with honey or with honeycombs or chocolate and honey. It's quite simple. It's quite delicious. I highly recommend. What's the name of this place that I have locally at my disposal that I should be trying this honey cream stuff at? Honey me. Honey me. All right. Oh, and whilst we did not do toast and rest for this episode, and I know we're probably going to wrap up soon, I do have a fun anecdotal story. All right, what do you got? So, side note, I've not been watching the talk show circuit. So I was unaware of something that was making the rounds. And I was doing research for work for a university we work with. I won't name them. And... I saw on the banner image a stock photo with what looked like the recent star of Shang-Chi and previously on Kim's Convenience, Simo Liu. And I was like, I was comparing pictures from Google search and I was like, this really should be him, but logically it doesn't make sense. And then apparently... He went on Jimmy Fallon. He's gone on all these shows about how he used to be a stock image model. And <laughs> randomly, one of my coworkers was like, oh, you guys got to watch this bit. I think it's really funny. And I watched it and I was like, oh, no, I looked at that photo. ten minutes ago. And I looked at it. It's from the same photo shoot because there's like this curly haired, like brunette guy next to him. And then like some other girl and they're all in the same like shirts. And I was like comparing them and I was like nope this is from the same photo shoot he's still a like banner image for graduate programs for like a small school and I was like it's odd though because 
he did say that when you do model for stock images, you're paid a flat fee. And he said he was paid like a hundred bucks for just one day of modeling, which sounds pretty low. And that they own the rights of the images so they can use them for whatever, for as long as possible. And that's why like, it's not too expensive to buy stock images, but it is weird to be like, you have like a full blown celebrity. Like, are you ever going to like, switch it because now it's like (laughs) there's no way i know because it's weird because i'm like i don't know if they just haven't refreshed like because you know a lot of times did you tell them no i haven't like it's (laughs) yeah okay i'm close it's but like it's one where you're like wow like it's it's kind of cool. On one hand, I'm like, I mean, this is like good advertisement. Maybe you're keeping it for a reason because people will be like, oh my gosh, he's on that page. I remember that because listen, here I am telling the story. <laughs> Might not be bad marketing, um, but then it's also a little bit like, eventually, I don't know. It's weird because like technically they can use the pictures as long as you want, but it starts to at a certain point go like. It's, it's going to be a little weird soon to see him like on random websites. Be like somebody's Squarespace page. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a picture of him. <laughs> and I was like, you know, he's a really handsome guy. So I'm like, I get why you're a model uh, in, a, in a previous iteration. But it was also quite funny because I really talked myself out of him being there because I'm like, there's just no way. Like, it's really similar, but like, must just be one of those things where someone looks really similar to another person it happens all the time where you think it's one celebrity and that's another person it's probably that like something like that and then I was like no now it's now it's now it's really confirmed <laughs> but yeah finding celebrities in stock images this is a fun thing that can happen in your day-to-day and spice up what was a a day of research at work and if you want to uh, go to this haunted house that you went to, the House of Spirits, uh, it looks like it's playing at the York Manor this year uh, in Highland Park, Los Angeles, California. And it's a new location from last year, but it seems like it is an annual thing. Uh, just viewer discretion advised. Apparently there is nudity. <laughs> this show could not have been made without the following amazing people. We're talking about artwork was done by Fen. Find her at Fen Latte on Instagram. Our theme song was done by Jay Wright. Find them at jwrightmusic.com website with thanks to Coco, production manager's BMAC. And uh, stay tuned for more spooky content uh, coming this month, more spooky episodes. Uh, Tracy, glad you got some in real life, an IRL kind of primetime spook. Yes, got to get our primetime horror times. Yeah, that's all I really got for this one. I don't know if I have any. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm... Catching up to spooky season. That's all I can do.
I have an upcoming yes. It's like, are we about to get three dots of text messages from the some of our listeners? Uh, no, Fen, uh, Fen, I'm gonna go ahead and read this comment on air. Um, Fen was a fan. It was fun, and she liked listening to the different shenanigans. Definitely fit the spooky October theme. 